I'm a gun lover, a veteran, and a family man. I believe in the Second Amendment and responsible gun ownership. I'm Skip, and this is Gunsmoke. Hey, y'all, we're back. I got a message from Michael. I get a lot of Michaels lately. Lives out in California. Wants to hear about the Gatling gun. I said, oh, okay, let's look into this. Now, the Gatling gun is a spring-loaded, hand-cranked, multi-barrel machine gun invented by, in 1861 by a fellow named Richard Gatling. It was a forerunner of the modern electric motor-driven rotary machine guns and rotary cannons. And modern-day rotary barrel weapons are often referred to as Gatling-type guns or simply Gatling guns. One of the best-known early rapid-fire firearms, the Gatling guns saw occasionally used by Union forces during the Civil War, which was the first time it was employed in combat. It was later used in numerous military conflicts, including the Bosnian War, the Anglo-Zulu War, and the assault on San Juan Hill during the Spanish-American War. It was also used in, uh, by the Pennsylvania militia in episodes of the Great Railroad Strike of 1877, specifically in Pittsburgh. The Gatling gun's operation centered on a cyclic multi-barrel design which facilitated cooling and synchronized the firing reloading sequence. As the hand wheel was cranked, the uh, barrels rotated clockwise and each barrel sequentially loads a single round of cartridge from the top-mounted magazine, which fires off the shot when it reaches a set position, usually around 4 o'clock, and then ejects the spent casing out to the left side on the bottom, which, after the barrel is emptied and allowed to cool until rotating back to the top position and gravity-fed another round. This configuration eliminated the need for a reciprocating bolt and allowed a higher rates of fire to be achieved without the barrels overheating quickly. The Gatling gun was designed, like we said, by Dr. Richard J. Gatling in 1861 and patented in November 4th of 1862. Gatling wrote that he created it to reduce the size of armies and so reduce the number of deaths by combat and disease and to show how futile war is. Although the first Gatling gun was capable of firing continuously, it required a person to crank it. Therefore, it's not a true automatic weapon. The Maxim gun, invented and patented in 1883, was the first fully automatic weapon making use of the fired projectile's recoil force to reload the weapon. Nonetheless, the Gatling gun represented a huge leap forward in firearm technology. Prior to the Gatling gun, the only weapons available to military forces capable of firing many projectiles in a short space of time were mass-firing volley weapons, like the Belgian and French Matarus of 1860s and 1870s, and the field cannons firing canister shot, much like an upsized shotgun. The latter was widely used during and after the Napoleonic Wars. Although the maximum rate of fire was increased by firing multiple projectiles simultaneously, these weapons still needed to be reloaded after each discharge, which, for multi-barrel systems like the Maltreuse, it was uh, cumbersome and time-consuming. 
This negated much of the advantage of their high rate of fire per discharge, making them much less powerful on the battlefield. In comparison, the Gatling gun offered a rapid continuous rate of fire without having to be manually reloaded by opening the breech. The original Gatling gun was, uh, was a field weapon which was uh, used multiple rotating barrels uh, turned by the hand crank and firing loose, no links or belts, metal cartridge ammunition using gravity feed system from a hopper. The Gatling gun's innovation lay in the use of multiple barrels to, to limit overheating, a rotating mechanism, and a gravity feed reloading system, which allowed unskilled operators to achieve a relatively high rate of fire of 200 rounds per minute. The U.S. Army adopted Gatling guns in several calibers, including 42 caliber, 4570, 50 cal, uh, and 30 cal army which uh, with conversions of the M1900 weapons to 30-03 and 30-06. The 4570 weapon was also mounted on some Navy ships to, uh, in the uh, 1880s and 1890s. British manufacturer James George Akels, uh, previously employed by Colt from 1867 to 1886, he developed a modified Gatling gun around 1888 known as the Eccles can uh, machine gun. Uh, that was around 1895, uh, and the Ordnance Company acquired the rights to manufacture and distribute this weapon to the Americas. It was uh, trialed by the U.S. Navy in December 1895 and was said to be the only weapon to complete the trial out of five competitors, but was apparently not adopted by the U.S. forces. The Gatling gun was first used in warfare, like we said, in the American Civil War. Twelve of these guns were personally purchased by Union commanders and used in the trenches during the siege of Petersburg, Virginia. That was June 1864 through April 1865. Eight other Gatling guns were fitted on gunboats. Uh, the gun was not accepted by the American Army until 1866 when a sales rep, uh, representative, I call them reps, uh, of the manufacturing company went out and demonstrated it for him in combat. Now that is a salesman right there. There you go. <laughs> anyway, okay, sign here. I'll bring the guns later. Okay, June, on July 17, 1863, Gatling guns were purportedly used to awe New York anti-draft rioters. Two were brought by, the, bought, brought by the Pennsylvania National Guard unit from Philadelphia to use against strikers in Pittsburgh. Gatling guns were famously not used at the Battle of Little Bighorn, also known as Custer's Last Stand, when General George Armstrong Custer chose not to bring Gatling guns uh, with his main force. In April 1867, the Gatling gun was purchased from, uh, for the Argentine Army by Minister Domingo F. Sarmento under instructions from President Bartolomeu Mitre. Uh, Captain Luis Germain Asante of the Peruvian Navy uh, took with him dozens of Gatling guns from the United States to Peru in December of 1879 during the Peru-Chile War uh, of the Pacific. Gatling guns were used by the Peruvian Navy and Army, especially in the Battle of Tarkna, that was in May of 1880, and the Battle of San Juan, January of 1881, against the invading Chilean Empire. Lieutenant A.L. Howard of the Connecticut National Guard had an interest in the company manufacturing Gatling guns. 
and took a personally owned Gatling gun to the Saskatchewan, Canada in uh, 1885 for use in the Canadian military against the Mites uh, rebels during the Louis Riel's uh, Northwest Rebellion. Early multi-barrel cannons, and uh, guns rather, were approximately the size and weight of artillery pieces and were often perceived as a replacement for cannons firing grape shot not canis- an- or canister shot. Gatling guns were even mounted aboard ships, compared with earlier weapons such as the Maltruse, uh, which required manual loading. The Gatling gun was more reliable and easier to operate, and had a lower but continuous rate of fire. The large wheels required to move these guns around required a high firing position, which increased the vulnerability of the crews. Sustained firing of gunpowder cartridges generated a smoke cloud making concealment impossible until smokeless powder became available in the late 19th century. When operators were firing Gatling guns against troops of industrial nations, they were at risk of being vulnerable to artillery that they couldn't reach and the snipers that they couldn't see. The Gatling gun was used most successfully to expand European colonial empires by defeating indigenous warriors mounted massed attacks uh, including the Zulu, the Bedouin, and the uh, Mahidis. Uh, Imperial Russia purchased 400 Gatling guns, by the way, and used them against the Turkmen cavalry and other nomads of Central Asia. The British Army first deployed the Gatling gun in 1873 to 1874 during the Anglo-Asante Wars and extensively during the latter actions of the 1879 Anglo-Zulu War. Royal Navy used Gatling guns during 1882 Anglo-Egyptian War. Because of infighting within uh, Army ordnance, Gatling guns were used by the U.S. Army during the Spanish-American War. For a four-gun battery of 18, uh, Model 1895 10-barrel Gatling guns in uh, th- uh, 30-caliber Army made by Colt's Army Com- Arms Company, was formed into separate detachments led by Lieutenant John Gatling Gunn Parker. The uh, detachment proved very effective, supporting the advance of the American forces at the Battle of San Juan Hill. Three of the Gatlings uh, with swivel mounts were used with great success against the Spanish defenders. During the American charge up San Juan and Kettle Hills, the three guns fired a total of 18,000 30 caliber uh, army rounds in eight and a half minutes, an average of 700 rounds per gun of continuous fire. That was against the Spanish troops' positions along the crest of both hills, wreaking terrible carnage. Despite this remarkable achievement, Gatling's weight and cumbersome artillery carriage hindered its ability to keep up with infantry forces over difficult ground, particularly in Cuba, where the roads were often little more than jungle footpaths. By this time, the U.S. Marines had been issued the modern tripod-mounted M1895 Colt Browning machine gun and using the 6mm Lee Navy round, which they uh, employed to defeat the Spanish infantry at the Battle of Cuzo Wells. The Gatling gun operated by hand crank, like we've all talked, six barrels revolving around a central shaft, although some models had up as many as ten. Each barrel fired once per revolution at about the same position. The barrels, uh, a carrier, and a lock cylinder were separate and all mounted on a solid plate revolving around a central shaft mounted on an oblong fixed frame. Uh, 
Uh, turning the crank rotated the shaft. The carrier was grooved and the lock cylinder was drilled with holes corresponding to the barrels. The casings uh, was uh, partitioned and, though this op- and through this opening the barrel shaft was journaled. In front of the casing, uh, in the front of the casing, the, was a cam with spiral surfaces. The cam imparted a reciprocating motion to locks when the gun was rotated. Also in the casing, uh, also in the casing was a cocking ring, uh, with projections to cock and fire the gun. Each barrel had a single lock working in the lock cylinder on the line of the barrel. The lock cylinder was encased and joined to the frame. Early models had a fibrous matting stuffed in among the barrels which could be soaked with water to cool the barrels down. Later models eliminate the matting uh, filled barrels as being unnecessary. Cartridges held in a hopper dropped individually into the grooves of of the carrier. The lock was simultaneously forced by the cam to move forward and load the cartridge. And when the cam was at its highest point, the cocking ring freed and the lock and fired the cartridge. After the cartridge was fired, the continuous action of the cam drew back the lock, uh, bringing it back with the spent casing, which then dropped to the ground on the bottom. The group barrel concept had been explored by inventors since the 18th century, but poor engineering and lack of unitary cartridges made previous designs unsuccessful. The initial Gatling gun design used self-contained reloadable steel cylinders with a chamber holding a ball and black powder charge and a percussion cap on one end. As the barrels rotated, these steel cylinders dropped into place and were fired and were then ejected from the gun. The innovative features of the Gatling gun were uh, its independent firing mechanism for each uh, barrel and simultaneous action of the locks, barrels, carrier, and breech. The ammunition that the Gatling eventually implemented was a paper cartridge with uh, black powder and primed with a percussion cap because self-contained brass cartridges were not yet fully developed and available. The shells were gravity-fed into the breech through a hopper or a simple box magazine with an unsprung gravity follower on top of the gun. Each barrel had its own firing mechanism. Despite self-contained brass cartridges replacing the paper cartridges in the 1860s, it wasn't until the Model 1881 that the Gatling switched to the Bruce-style feed system that accepted two rows of 4570 cartridges. While one row was being fed into the gun, the other could be reloaded, thus allowing sustained fire. The final gun required four operators. By 1886, the gun was capable of firing uh, more than 400 rounds per minute. The smallest caliber gun also known uh, also had a Broadwell drum feed in place of uh, the curved box of the other guns. The drum, named after L.W. Broadwell, an agent for Gatling's company, comprised 20 stacks of rounds arranged around a central axis, like the spokes of a wheel, each holding 20 cartridges with a bullet with bullet noses orientated towards the central axis. This invention was patented in, uh, patent number in the U.S. was 110338. As each stack emptied, the drum was uh, manually rotated to bring a new stack into use until all 400 rounds had been fired. A more common variant was 240 rounds in 20 stands of 15.
1893, the Gatling was adapted to take the new 30 caliber army, smokeless powder cartridge. The new M1893 guns featured six barrels, later increased to ten barrels, and were capable of a maximum initial rate of fire of eight to nine eight to nine hundred rounds per minute, though six hundred rounds per minute was recommended for continuous fire. Dr. Gatling uh, later used examples of the M1893 powered by an electric motor and belt drive the, uh, on the crank. Uh, tests demonstrated that the electric Gatling gun could fire bursts of up to 1,500 rounds per minute. The M1893, with minor revisions, became the M1895 and 94 guns, and they were produced for the U.S. Army by Colt. Four 1895 Gatlings under Lieutenant John H. Parker saw considerable combat during the Santiago campaign in, in Cuba in 1898. The M1895 was designed to accept only the Bruce feeder. It was, all previous models were unpainted, but the M1895 was painted olive drab, OD green, with uh, some parts still left blue. The Model 8 1900 was very similar to the Model 1895, but with only a few components finished in OD green. The U.S. Army purchased a quantity of M1900s, all Gatling models, 1895 through 1903, and could be mounted on uh, armored field carriages. In, in 1903, the Army converted the M1900 guns uh, in uh, 30 caliber Army to fit the new 30-03 cartridge standardized for the M1903 Springfield rifle as the M1903. Later, the M1903-06 was an M1903 converted to 30-06. This conversion was principally carried out in the Army Springfield Armory Arsenal uh, repair shops. All models of the Gatling guns were declared obsolete by the U.S. military in 1911 after 45 years of service. Now, after the Gatling gun was replaced in service by new recoiler gas-operated weapons, the approach of using multiple externally mounted rotating barrels fell into disuse for many decades. However, some examples were developed during the interwar years, but only existed in prototypes or were rarely used. This, the concept resurfaced after World War II with the development of the minigun and the M61 Vulcan, which I'm familiar with, Many other versions of the Gatling gun were built uh, from the late 20th century to present, the largest of these being the 30mm uh, GAU-8 Avenger Auto Cannon. Uh, current usage uh, favors mounted guns, either vehicular or in place, where the fire rate necessitates multiple barrels to uh, space out uh, the use of each to avoid melting <laughs> a single barrel at full automatic fire. These guns are not able to be fired by humans, and attempting to do so could be fatal as a rotational force of the extreme rapid rotation of modern miniguns throws the gun at the user if it's not secured. Uh, so much for Hollywood and all that stuff. I was a gunship guy when I was uh, in the Air Force, and uh, I worked on the AC-130 Spectre gunship. Fabulous weapon. Had two mini, two uh, auto cannons on the front of that thing and on the side. 40 Bofors cannon and a 105 pounds. Fine gun, fine airplane. Anyway, until next time, you got some bitches, gripes, or complaints, let me know about it. 
send me an email at gunsmoke at yahoo.com. That's G-U-N-S-M, smoke, all lowercase, at yahoo.com. Until the next time, I'll be more than happy to be sitting here waiting for you, and y'all take care and be safe. Thank you.